0: Hi there, what's up guys? My name is Jennifer Steiner, and I am so excited to be here on the Mighty Wind Broadcasting Network and getting to share a little something God put in my spirit. This is my first time joining and I will be uh, joining weekly and I'm really looking forward to connecting with you on a regular basis and that we can just gather and be encouraged together as we dive into the beautiful presence of Jesus and his living word, his truth that sets us free and keeps us free. Amen. <laughs> and so it is an honor, Apostle Kathy, this is her Network and I am honored. What a mighty woman of God. I am so honored that I would be uh, just entrusted with this beautiful place. Um, And of course, honored that God would entrust me with this space and place to share his word with you. And I'm honored that you would come and you would listen and give place in your heart To uh, just hear what he has given me so here we go I want to share a little bit about who I am and a little bit about the ministry God's called me to and uh, that is called house of joy (laughs) so house of joy right we know our God is full of joy that he, in his presence, the word says, right, in his presence is fullness of joy. That is something I had never known in my past years of being a believer. But that is the truth, and I have come to know that, and I'm here to spread that in Jesus' name. <laughs> so, in Isaiah 56 7, right, he says, he will fill us with joy in his house of prayer. And uh, that is another spot where it's just near and dear to me, my heart, is, is this connection between prayer, conversation, talking with God, and receiving His joy in the midst of that activity. And so um, House of Joy is a place that is really built on the DNA of a house of prayer, where we come to uh, gather together to hear God's voice, to see inside of our spirits what he's showing us, to be equipped in different creative ways of how to do that and then to of course spend time praying, speaking his word back to him and, and agreeing with his truth and, and getting revelation and out of his word but it's a place of prayer so House of Joy it is a place of prayer it is a house of prayer we function as a church we meet together on wednesday nights at 7 and sunday mornings at 10:30 and we, we yeah we worship we hear the word and and but the unique thing about us is that uh, we give place in the midst of the message to really encounter his presence personally and practice hearing and seeing what he is saying and doing, right? Jesus only did what he saw the father doing and what he heard him saying. And we want to go into that place in a deep way and give a safe place to practice, right? Sometimes we don't always feel that confident. We got to, we got to, we want to invite all the ages to be able to come and to feel confident and being able to have a safe place to practice and, and share with one another. So, That's what I have been able to do is build this as God has asked me to house of joy So I'm the founder and the lead of the house of joy, and I have my husband as well Jason Steiner who is uh, fully of course with me on that And my best friend, I actually get to co-pastor with her, Vanessa. And so we've had a beautiful time. We're actually just celebrating our one-year anniversary. And um, so we we are excited about what God wants to continue to do. Part of it, though, is that I would be able to share, um, not just within the physical walls of this space, but also to share House of Joy through media, through Video, right? So I welcome you to our space here, and um, you get to have a little taste of what it is in downtown Los Angeles um, getting to share the word. And uh, so I just I welcome you, and I thank you, and I honor you uh, as we just begin to enter into this um, this this time in His presence. And, um, as time goes, I'll share a little bit more, um, uh, about, you know, some of those things, the house of joy, some of the things we value and teach here. And, um, but it is a wonderful thing to share the word in whatever way he has asked each one of us to do it. Cause he's given us each such a unique calling and the enemy hates it. He will do anything to try to stop it. And that is a little bit of what we're going to talk about that God loves our weakness where that enemy wants to prey on it bully us not place of weakness and God says no your weakness is wonderful to me your weakness is the very place that I'm gonna place my strength and grace upon so that many will give glory to my name <laughs> he can't use a place where we're already strong like he's like no I'm gonna use your weakness because I'm gonna get all the glory so I'm gonna share some of my weakness and um and and I pray that God will encourage you in the places of your weakness that that God wants to use it mightily for his glory and so here we go guys I'm gonna open up in prayer and uh, yeah we'll take you know 20 to 30 minutes however the Holy Spirit wants to go and um, just just go into this place uh, with him And so, Father, I thank you, God, that we come boldly before your throne of grace, your love, God, your beautiful light. Jesus, we love you. We thank you (laughs) that you made the way for all of us to enter in. We had nothing, no way to save ourselves. It was by you and you alone. Yeah. You chose the weak and foolish, and here we are. <laughs> we're weak and we're foolish. You chose us to put your strength, your grace upon us, and you brought us in. And we just praise your name, Jesus. We thank you that you've taken us out of the kingdom of darkness and fully transferred us forever into your kingdom of light. And we thank you. We thank you. We thank you that we get to look at your glorious face right now that is shining brighter than the sun. <laughs> we thank you for the beauty of your face shining on us yeah feel the rays of his light shining upon you yeah we get to behold and reflect his glory as it says yes in second corinthians yes we saturate in your glory god we need you we admit our dependence upon you. You say blessed are the poor in spirit that realize their need for you, and we so need you. <laughs> we thank you for feeding us today like the little hungry birds in the nest with our mouths wide open, when we know we don't live by bread alone. Oh, but we live by every word that proceeds from your mouth, God. I want to receive just as much as anyone else out there that is listening, God. And I thank you that right now, you just cover us with your feathers, God. You cover us, God, in this beautiful, safe place, wherever we're at. Just thank you, God, that we are under your care. You are our fortress. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, God, to have your way within us. Holy Spirit, to bring to remembrance whatever we need to hear and to let the words Stick that need to stick in each one's heart. Thank you for the prophetic gift, God, flowing. I thank you for the anointing, God, that breaks the yoke. Even as I speak, God, I thank you that there be deliverance, that there would be chains broken, because it is your truth that goes out, hey, and sets the captives free. Yes, Jesus, I thank you that anyone that's been dealing with inadequacy, any places of rejection and feeling paralyzed, any place of limitation, oh God, we're gonna just go into some of those, and I thank you, God, that you'll set those places free so that we can go and to be and to do all that you've called us to together (laughs) lord each one of us in that unique lane that you've given us so i thank you lord we bless your holy name in jesus name we pray amen so here we go yeah we'll probably have about another 20 minutes or so to just go into the word and um I'm going to actually start with Psalm 40, if you want to go there with me. If you're just listening, then flip there in your heart. So, um, But Psalm 40, uh, we've actually been studying here at the House of Joy just recently. We are actually in... Um, the sweets uh 402 and god was showing me that yeah he's like this is a psalm 40 verse 2 uh anointing on your house that i'm gonna take people right this is what he does for us right now he takes us out of the pit it says he says he lifted me out of the pit of despair out of the mud and the mire and he set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as i walked along and so I want to address because sometimes there's different types of pits we can fall into. There's there's a pit sometimes of just it's sin. It's something we've come into agreement with, even it's a lie. And it's like oh, it feels stuck, right? You know you're in a pit if you feel like feel like something's capped you, limited you. You feel stuck. You're like, I can't get out. I'm trying to, but I can't. And I'm trying to do, oh, and you get tired. You can get frustrated. You just, you can start to get to a point where you want to give up. You can get to a point where you're just like, oh, I just feel defeated. Like, what am I, oh, what's going on? And so it can be a lie, it can be a sin, it can be just somewhere we give place to the enemy, but it can also be that we are straight up following the Lord and the enemy has made a pit for us and it was not our doing. However, God is with us and however we got into the pit, and it could be that even the pit is someone we're connected to, that we love and we are in relationship with or in family, friendship, and maybe they're in a pit and you're like kind of affected because of the pit they're in and 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 so whatever it is though we're going to address a particular type of a pitfall that we can get into and that i know i've experienced personally that i've had to fight and and with god's way to get out of and this is the pit of inadequacy (laughs) the enemy loves using this one to try to keep us down but it says that god as we wait and we ask here we go. I'm going to do 40 verse one. I waited patiently for the Lord to help me. And he turned to me and heard my cry. So one, he, he wants us to get to the point where we realize we can't help ourselves, but we cry out, say, God, help me. I'm stuck. Help me. I don't know how to get out. I feel stuck. I feel limited. I feel trapped. I feel like I'm in the dark. I feel like I'm being like assaulted with these lies. We know that the enemy is the accuser of the brethren. And it doesn't matter how Much we got it like going on or not with God, um, if we're in a good relationship with Him, or maybe we don't know God. Either way, the enemy is there to accuse, He accuses the people day and night. And so, we have to come to this place of saying, God, I need your help, God, I can't do this on my own, God, I need you to lift me out of this pit. So, we acknowledge that, right? That maybe we got something going on that's limiting us. got to be real about it before we can get his grace to just lift us up and out um so verse two though he lifted me out of the pit of despair right that's a place also you can feel hopeless you're like oh clearly we are not called to that clearly that is not where god wants us to stay but he knows we can get in those little traps so we're going to be free today amen and um he takes me out of the mud and the mire and he sets my feet on solid ground and steadies me as I walk along. So, the beauty one of the pits, we're going to talk about inadequacy, as I was mentioning, and some of those the lies that the enemy uses in that place where we are inadequate. We literally have weakness. and um, But that very place that the enemy is throwing arrows at us to keep us down and ineffective in the kingdom. and. Uh, feeling limited from moving on is the very exact place that Jesus says, no, I want to use that inadequacy. I want to use that weakness. That is the place that I call wonderful. So we're going to just like redeem it. That's what Jesus does. He redeems the place of weakness and says, that's actually my favorite spot is your weakness. (laughs) That is the place that I'm going to anoint and use to uh, bless many so I'm going like, to share some of that weakness, and, and I pray that that's a relatable spot for you, that you can say, oh yeah, you know what, I can get up, and I can move forward, and I'm not going to let the enemy bully me in that place of inadequacy, or telling me that I'm not enough, or that I'm rejected, or I'm damaged goods, or um, whatever, right, endless lies that he can do. Um, and the beauty of the pit, though, is also that in Psalm verse 40, I mean, Psalm chapter 40, um, uh, verse 3, it says, as we're rescued and we begin to be steadied and we just like, right, we're all going to walk along steady. He gives us a new song to sing, but it says many will be amazed at what he has done, and they'll put their trust in the Lord. So the very fact, if we can be honest about the place that sometimes we get trapped in, that that's the very place God creates a testimony and it's nothing to be ashamed of. I used to be so ashamed of sharing my weakness. I wanted to hide it. I wanted to look like I had it all together, but God's like, no, I need you to boast in your weaknesses. I need you to share them because that's the relatable spot. That's the spot the enemy wants my people to be stuck in, but I need you to share your weakness so that you can redeem that place and that many will get set free out of the pits because they are not meant to be trapped in them. And as we get rescued, that's the spot though, that Our rescue story your rescue story as God rescues you even today (laughs) becomes a glorious testimony that many see the change and they say what happened to you how did you get free and you're like Jesus Jesus set me free Jesus did so here we go guys into this spot that can be very uncomfortable to admit (laughs) um, that we can get trapped in and for me, um, this morning as I was spending time with the Lord, it was this, I was seeing the pit and I'm like, all right, God, he's like, yeah, share from this, right? Your, your experience, your place of weakness, so that others can relate and they can come out with you. Um, inadequacy has been a, a battle for a long time. Like it comes, um, and, and I've had you know a fair amount of, of, I mean, God's been so good, right? He's so good to us all, right? We can just say, oh, yeah, goodness, goodness, grace upon grace, favor. But um, I've had a lot of great forward movement in my life. But along the way, there's been a constant a battle that will pop up of inadequacy. You may relate to this because the thing that happens, inadequacy, uh, the definition means you are insufficient for a purpose, not good enough. Do you ever feel not good enough? And even despite the fact you may be like, uh, say you're in ministry or say you're just in a profession. You're like, oh, I've done, maybe I'm not good enough. I'm not ready yet. Maybe I need to get more training. Yeah, maybe I should go to school first. Oh, like maybe I just, it's like always like more. Nope, not ready yet. Oh yeah, they're way more skilled, way more ahead of me. Yeah, I'll just sit down. Maybe I'll just wait. Eh." And the enemy will, I know he's done this to me. He'll like, like drag you along making you think that you need more of this and more of that. And we want to be well-trained in whatever we do. We want to have some, some, uh, like, especially for teaching the word, we are called to a higher standard. And however, God uses the unskilled ones. He uses the weak ones. He says, I choose the weak and foolish things to confound the wise. So it's this, um, thing that will, the enemy will try to use this place of identifying your feelings of inadequacy and not being ready or not being enough to try to string you along to, oh, you got to do, yeah, another training, another conference. You got to go to more equipping, more of this, more of that, more of that. And let's be equipped. Let's keep learning. But he says, we're supposed to be out sharing the goodness of God. We are to be teaching others the goodness of God. We are to be uh, even in our workplaces, what, if we're called to the workplace to be a light, we aren't to be like, well, I'm not ready yet. No, uh, not sh- uh, I don't know if I know how to share the gospel. I don't know if I can pray for you. No, he says, I've chosen you. And the fact that you are weak, the fact that you feel kind of inadequate and insu- in, insufficient is the very place that God says, my power is made perfect in weakness. So I want us to get to this place, and this is what I'm learning as well, to be so, like, like, own the weakness, okay? Um, so so that God can use it, uh, that all His grace is made perfect, His power is made perfect in our weakness. So however He's built us to share Him and His good news and His truth, uh, just know that... <laughs> we are ready because god's grace is sufficient but so the the inadequacy it can make us feel paralyzed it can make us make up excuses for procrastination because we're afraid or we're not going to get it right or it's not good enough um, uh, perfectionism, right? That's been a big trap for me. Uh, you constantly are like, you put your best out there, but you're like, mm, nope, not even going to share it. Nope, not even good enough. Nope. I disqualify what God has qualified, and that is not okay. If you are doing that, it is not okay. So we're going to just shut that down today. Um, it can create anxiety because it's constantly, you can get in comparison traps. Well, they're really, they got it going on. Oh, they got it better. No, they're more skilled. And they're more anointed. Oh, they're... Why do I need to be a part of the mix when God's already got all these other people doing it? But that is a lie from the pit of hell. He's called you and he's called me. And the world needs to see many more of us rising up uh, in a much bolder way um, and not making these excuses. We're not going to stay in this pit. Um, anxiety, uh, right, that already mentioned, constant, not enough, not enough, not enough rejection, oh, I'm not wanted, I'm like clearance goods, no, nope, not, no, nope, no one wants me, inadequacy, shame, okay, so these are from the pit of hell, however, we can say, oh, that's um, clearly not what God thinks of us, right, however, that is the very spot that God looks for when he's choosing us, is if we can admit Oh, it's it's an interesting thing, right? Because we don't want to stay in that place. It's not okay. The enemy wants us to be there. So think of you, like you can be in this pit, and the enemy on the one side is like, oh yeah, he's gonna bully, you, right? Oh, she's not good enough. No, 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 no. I'm gonna keep showing her how limited she is, how weak he is. No, he's not strong enough. No, she's not educated enough. The enemy will keep disqualifying us. But Jesus. Huh, Jesus is the one we must shift and listen to and say, I need your help, because Jesus says, I am looking at that same inadequacy, I am looking at that same place of being insufficient, and I'm saying, let, God say, let me use it, because he chooses the weak and foolish things to confound the wise. So we are qualified, you are qualified, and he does not like using our strengths. I don't like that. <laughs> i wish he did love using our strengths but he doesn't like using our strengths so i'm gonna tell you even me being on video or i've had experiences over the years like somehow microphones always get put in my hand or i'm up on a stage i'm actually i didn't mention this my story is i'm a i've been a full-time artist for a long time and then i do a lot of painting at very like high-end charity you know functions like black tie events and I've had to be on stage many times um, for years like where I'm in front of people and I'm speaking on a microphone and, and people look at me and they think that that's normal, they think that I'm good at that, they think that somehow that's just who I am. But I gotta let you know that the place of weakness for me is speaking, the place of weakness for me is being in front of people, the place of weakness is doing this and being on camera. Um, But God's called me to it and His grace is sufficient. So for me growing up, um, I would say, I mean, I was extremely shy and it didn't go away. Like for, I mean, until the Holy Spirit got me like with His power, He gave me the boldness to overcome that. I would turn bright red whenever I spoke to somebody. I mean, just so embarrassing, clearly turning bright red. and i would mumble i was so insecure so unsure of what i was gonna say i was i feared i mean i hated any like social pressures like i didn't i was so anxious um i had like my nose i was so my sinuses were so plugged up all the time it was terrible so i would be really nasally is so my voice sounded terrible <laughs> I was so self-conscious of it so I would try not to speak and I would um, not want to talk on the phone because I'd be out of breath because I couldn't I literally couldn't breathe through my nose and um, what else like it just the speaking thing was awful and I remember um, someone I dated oh you're terrible at communication and um, people like oh you should really speak up you should speak up more like um and they were trying to encourage me but all it did is shut me down more and more and i was like i just gotta not speak and so i'm an artist though so i would use my paintings as my form of communication because i had such um all these words against me i remember even yeah like when i was little they're like yeah maybe you need speech therapy maybe like so you can articulate more, you don't, so you don't mumble. And I was like, I remembered these things my whole entire life, right? Some of these words that we hear, that maybe words you've heard when you were young have stuck with you and you're like, every time you wanna get up to try, you're like, oh, I just feel defeated, I don't know. I feel like that lie feels more true than what God says. But no, 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 we are casting that thought down. Because <laughs> God, um, God is using that place of weakness. And looking back, those places that the uh, world and the enemy tried to squash, like so much experience for me has tried to silence my voice. Um, but that very place is the spot where I know I've had so many prophetic words. I get, I've gotten like, called out, and maybe you have too, and it's like, um, like yeah, you're going to speak you're gonna have you know a microphone i see you before many people on a platform you're gonna be on uh like you know videos and doing this and that and i'm like oh gosh like god like but inside i knew it resonated i was like oh yeah i know you're calling me to this but right does it feel uncomfortable what god's called you to maybe some of you are thinking oh my gosh like yeah i know he's been tugging on my heart i know i'm supposed to be doing these other things um but but right, you keep making excuses because deep down you're in that there's that pit of those lies that come up where the enemies bullied you into silence, bullied you into not being active and pressing through. And um, and God's not looking for us to be perfect. He's looking for us to show our flaws, right? To be flossom. We want to be flossom, <laughs> where we can be awesome and flawed and say, "This is my weakness," but this is how God is using it. This is for His glory. So I'm just sharing it's it's been a long journey of coming out of a pit of the enemy wanting to squash my voice. But God, continuing to say, Jennifer, I am with your mouth. And whoever is listening, he is with your mouth. He is with your hands, he is with your feet, whatever he's called you to do. But he has called each one of us to speak. He's called each one of us to go and to preach the gospel. He's called each one of us to pray for the sick and lay hands on them and see them healed. He's called each one of us. We have no excuses. We have no excuses. We are anointed. We are the bride of Christ. We are full of the power of the Holy Spirit. If we are baptized in the Holy Spirit, we are now bold. It is no longer an excuse. I know me, I'm my build is an introvert. I'm not like, oh, I just want to be in front of people. No, but he's like, I'm going to use you, you little introverted girl. I'm going to use you for my glory. If you're an introvert, it's okay. You can be an introvert, but he puts boldness on it. And he'll cause you to be so wonderful in the way you communicate as an introvert and <laughs> there's just no excuses in his kingdom So the scripture here um, where am I at? I wanted to read this in 1 Corinthians 127 1 Corinthians 127. We want to get excited about being like, yo, this is my weakness. You want to check this out? I'm going to show you my weakness and watch what God's going to do. Yeah, that's right. We're going to let God use it. We will not be ashamed of our weaknesses. The greatest testimonies when people share their weaknesses. And We get to see God use them. So here we go. 1 Corinthians 1.27. This is Paul speaking, Right? and um it says <laughs> it's, well i'm going to start in uh, verse 26 remember dear brothers and sisters that few of you were wise in the world's eyes or powerful or wealthy when god called you instead god chose things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise yep he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful God chose things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all, and used them to bring to nothing what the world considers important. (laughs) And as a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God. So this very place, right, where we have maybe been bullied by the enemy for even maybe years, like, I'm stuck in this pit, God. He's like, well, listen to me because I love you. I love that weakness. And that's the very place I'm going to use. He says, I choose. He literally looks. He's like, who am I going to choose? Who am I going to choose? Who am I going to choose? He's like, I I'll choose you. Yep. You're weak. Yep. You know, you don't have it going on yet. You know, you're insufficient you know (laughs) and it's such a redemptive place to be actually to own your weakness and let God call it wonderful let because God calls it necessary to be emptied out of self to come to this place of I don't have what it takes yep I am inadequate (laughs) but now it's redeemed now it is not the enemy having the power but now it is Jesus calling my weakness beautiful he says your weakness is beautiful whatever that place is that you struggle with he's like give it to me (laughs) because I choose you he chose each one of us in weakness those of us who are powerless and we realize it we know it we can't do anything in and of ourselves and he chose us who the world rejects the world's like, I don't get you. I don't understand you. I don't know where you fit in. You're a bit of an outcast. You're kind of a weirdo. God says, yep, now you're qualified for my army. Yep, qualified for my family. Yep, oh, you've been despised? Yep, I choose you. I choose you. So let God choose you again. Let God remind you today that that place is where God wants to touch you. And um, oh, it's just today even, that's giving me me freedom. And I pray that it gives you freedom. Uh, to just remember there's nothing to be ashamed of. There's no shame. There's no condemnation. There's no guilt with God. He's for us and he fills. As weak as we can be, he has room to fill us up. If we think we got it going on still, he can only fill us up a little bit or not at all. He doesn't touch pride. He doesn't fill pride. He will not touch one who is like, oh, I'm really wise. Because it says the wisdom of man is foolishness to God. And I know back in my younger days, right, I'd be like, right, think I got it going on. I'd have some pride. I'd have some like, oh, I got, yeah, God, watch me do this. And he's like, okay, like, right, he, he, he's so gentle, but he, he, will, he will crush that. He, doesn't, he can't put anointing on that. He cannot touch us till we're empty. So let's be so proud of our weak places and boast only in God. And get so excited that he is using your weakness for his glory. And we just got to let him use it. (laughs) Let's get out there and say, yep, he chose me. I was on the clearance rack. And he said, let's make something out of you. I actually love as an artist, I love shopping the clearance racks anywhere. like I like to use things that are all right, kind of inexpensive and kind of beat up and, or go to a thrift store. And I like to redeem it and turn it into a piece of art. And then I resell it for a much higher value. And that's what God says. He's like, yeah, you don't need to be impressive. Just be yourself. And I get, I'm choosing the brokenness, the inadequacy. I'm choosing your weakness on purpose, on purpose. That's what I'm attracted to. So you are attractive you are wonderful as you are. Yes, he loves it. He draws close to the brokenhearted, close to those that can acknowledge that we need him we just, yeah, just break off all those lies of limitation, all those lies, even the spirit of rejection, strongholds that have been built up over years, all that stuff that says you're not good enough. I break it down by the power of Jesus Christ. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that right now we just demolish every stronghold that has set itself up against Jesus. I thank you, God, that right now you are putting fresh oil, God, on our weaknesses, and just present our weaknesses to you, God, at the altar. Put fire on on the weakness, your grace on the weakness, God, and we just surrender to your will and say, use us, use us, use us, God. Um, oh, there's so much I could go into here, even just in the first Corinthians, but I'm going to go over to second Corinthians, uh, uh, chapter 12, and we're going to do um, verses nine and 10. This is where Paul is still speaking, and he is saying... Um, It says each time he was asking God to take away this like thorn in his flesh. It was like a tormentor from Satan. Um, Actually kept him from becoming prideful because of all the revelation he had from Jesus. And God, right, he'll do whatever it takes to make sure we are not prideful. Um, He just cannot bless that. So uh, he asked, he's like, God, please take this away from me, right? Please get me out of this pit with this nasty, like, tormentor, <laughs> right? I know I've been there. <laughs> but each time Jesus says, or God says, my grace is all you need. It's all we need. God's power is all we need. All we need. My power, God says, works best in your weakness. My power works best best, right? We want the best power. And that is us coming to the place of, here's my weakness, God, and I'm going to show people my weakness. I'm going to show the world because you are going to move powerfully through me. He's moving powerfully through you as you just open up. Don't try to cover it. Just show the weakness. Yeah. His power is made perfect in our weakness. And so I love this because then Paul gets this redeeming viewpoint about his weakness, And that's what we get to do right now. It says, so now I'm so glad that I get to boast. I just choose to boast about my weaknesses. (laughs) And I love it. So that the power of Christ can work through me. So that the power of Christ can work through me. Boast in your weakness, so that the power of Christ can work through you. And it says, that's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses. What? Are we at that point that we can take pleasure? We can get joy and satisfaction in our place of weakness because we are no longer trying to hide it, but we're saying, no, this is a wonderful place that God loves. Oh, watch and touch my weakness. Watch and touch your weakness. I take pleasure in my weakness. Yes, God, give us an ability to take pleasure in our weakness in insults and hardships and persecutions and troubles that we suffer for Christ. For when we are weak, then we are strong. And so this isn't about being like weak in some way, like, like living in sin and saying, oh, I'm just, God's just, oh, just kept me weak. And oh, it's not false humility. Like, oh, no, 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 no. We're just saying, God, I feel inadequate. I admit that I can't do it and I need your grace. And my mouth, right? So many have a fear of speaking or being on video, but we have a beautiful opportunity through social media. If God calls you to that, that even on our own personal accounts, right? We can assault the enemy and, and, and by sharing the testimony. Share the testimony God's done in your life. Because in Revelation, right, it says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And the enemy's been trying to silence and gag us and bully us to stay in that pit of inadequacy. But God says, no, I'm using that inadequacy to be a testimony of my grace upon you. So if each one of us just think we're to use the platform that we have, our personal little accounts, and we're able to say, guess what God did for me? And to get past any fear of what people are going to think or say, because the message of Christ already sounds foolish to the world, but it is the power of Christ that saves. Yes. So us all together i just want to encourage us that we would use our mouth in our workplaces boldly that we would use our mouth on the you know when we're out just doing life boldly and share the testimony we want to overcome the enemy by the power of the testimony this power this power we will not be silenced we will speak and um uh, i just i love that and one last thing here in exodus For any of you that uh, uh, feel like you relate to the speaking thing, maybe some of you on the other side, you're like, no, I speak too much, girl, I just, I can't stop speaking. Well, this may not be as much for you, right? We can, we can (laughs) uh, just focus and and encourage those of us that are in that place of, yeah, we just, we want to speak for him and we don't, we, we cannot allow any pit to keep us back. Um. So this is Exodus uh, chapter four, verse 10, um, right? We can relate to Moses. God said, Moses, I'm choosing you to be my, you know, to represent me as right, a prophet and a leader and uh, for the people, and he chooses Moses, right? He decided, you're the one I wanna use. And God pleaded with the Lord. He said, oh Lord, but I'm not very good with words excuses right (laughs) and i never have been and i'm not now and even though you have spoken to me i get tongue-tied and my words get tangled (laughs) he says even though you've spoken to me (laughs) right god has he spoken to you right and you're like oh i still got excuses oh i'm still resisting god's like "No, no 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 so we go to verse 11 then the lord asked moses who makes a person's mouth Who decides whether people speak or do not speak, hear or do not hear, see or do not see? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will be with you as you speak, and I will instruct you in what to say. But Moses again pleaded, Lord, please send anyone else. And it does say that the Lord became angry with Moses, but but he did give in and gave him Aaron to go with him. But God would prefer that we would just listen to him, listen to him. And that today we would make a fresh surrender. That when he says to speak up, we speak up. And whether it's, it might not just be about speaking, it may be about doing something uh, that he's called you to. And that desire, that dream is there. Or if you're speaking too much, he's like, tame your tongue. <laughs> let your words be few and let them be good. Yeah. Um, So we just, we want to give whatever that place is of of feeling insufficient. We're going to give it to the Lord right now. And I'm just going to end with that. And I know it is only by the power of the Holy Ghost that we have this ability to go forth with such a, a, a testimony. With the word of the Lord in our hearts to go forth and to set captives free. And to not fear man and to not fear the lies of the enemy, but to fear God alone and know that we are here for such a time as this to declare the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ and that today is the day of salvation for many as you speak the word. So, Father, I just, um, yeah, just, I lift up each one that is listening here today or on a future replay, God, I just thank you, Lord, that there is no distance in the spirit, God, and I thank you, God, that right now, anyone that's been dealing with this deep place of inadequacy, fear, rejection, being paralyzed by perfectionism, places of being bullied by the enemy, saying, yeah, you're just still not ready, not enough, you need more training, you got to do this, got to do that, then you can go, And but there's, just seems to never be a go time and you feel limited you feel capped off and yet you're burning inside knowing that god's called you for more you know there's more and so right now i come against every lie of the enemy every lie from the pit of hell and i break its power in jesus mighty name i declare every lie and every demonic spirit that's been attached to those lies, I renounce it with you and I break it off in Jesus' mighty name and I plead the blood of Jesus over you. And we turn to Christ and we say, God, I thank you that you deliver me out of this pit of inadequacy today. I'm sorry, God, that I have allowed the enemy to say that I'm not enough, that I'm insufficient, that I can't do it. But I thank you, God, that it's, uh, I can actually have this fully redeemed and thank you, God, that you are the one that says, no, I choose you. I know you can't do it sweetie i know you can't do it i know that you're not good enough i know that you are weak apart from me i know it so you can just own it and give it to me and today we give it to you god we come before you and say here i am just as a child (laughs) just as your child and i thank you god that today i no longer walk In limitation or inadequacy but I walk forward God knowing that you chose me you chose me you chose the weak and foolish to confound the wise so I'm gonna go out in simplicity yet covered in the power of the Holy Ghost to be a bold witness speaking your simple truth let's keep it simple church he says keep it simple (laughs) be a child that can share things simply with the world that is lost and dying that needs to hear the simple truth yeah, I thank you, God, for giving us the simple words to speak in whatever situations you bring us into. And I thank you, God, that we don't use our weakness as, a, as, a, as an excuse, but instead... We call our weakness wonderful, as you do, because it qualifies us to be so full of your grace. So I release great grace in that, pot, in that place <laughs> where the pit used to be, that now it is filled with his grace and his glory to go out and to testify, to go out and to lift your head high and say, yep, here I am, God. <laughs> Use me. Use me. Yeah, put fresh coals of fire on each one of our tongues, God. (laughs) Freshly anoint them, God. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, that you are with us. You are with our mouths. You are with us in our work. And I thank you that the work of our hands shall prosper. The work of your hands shall prosper out there. Go forth. Do the thing God's put in your heart. Yep, there's no more limitation. We have cast it off by the power of the name of Jesus. One step at a time. Don't get overwhelmed by the big vision of it. One step at a time. Ask God what the one step is. Ask God what the one step is and step into it by faith. His grace is right there with the one step. He is so good. He's so good. He's so good. All glory to him he uses that place of weakness. We bless you, and I look forward to coming back and speaking and, and sharing his word, and, and I just pray that that, that minister to you, um, share it with a friend if, if they're struggling in that place, and, um, and share any, any testimonies, anything that maybe you got from it, little nuggets, little little something here and there. Uh, go ahead and comment. Let's let's create a community um, that we can uh, engage over God and his word, his truth. Um, In Jesus' name, God bless you.